Welcome back to the Fast Break. This is episode 153. We're in our second season, third episode of uh, the offseason. And we're here with the second free agency recap. I'm here with Chase Gibson, uh, pregame press. You can find it on YouTube. I'll include the link in the description here. Today, we're covering the Eastern Conference, as I mentioned, free agency recap. A lot more deals here, a lot more change happening. Uh, Chase, will, I, I think we're going to talk about the Lonzo Ball, one of the major deals, because that combined with the DeRozan kind of is a major shift. So we'll skip down to the second one on our notes here. Uh, we'll just jump right into it then. Jimmy Butler re-signing to the Heat, four years, $185 million. Seems like he's found his spot, kind of perfect location for him. He's uh, kind of old. Uh, Kyle Lowry also signing there. Um, what what do you think about Butler re-signing, and uh, how important is this for the Heat? Uh, Aaron Waltz, I mean, it's very important. This guy was an all-star last year. He, I mean, not last year, two years ago uh, when they made that incredible run to the finals where they faced the Lakers. Uh, last year, he obviously wasn't as good, and neither were the Miami Heat. So this, this whole scheme – down there under Eric Spolstra revolves around Jimmy Butler. So they had to, they had to sign him back because the only thing was they put too much pressure on him last year. Now they're giving him this huge max 185 million plus um, a lot of guaranteed money involved in this. I'm excited to see what the heat do this year because they have, now he has another superstar. He has Lowry in the, in the backcourt with him. So, um, I feel like Jimmy Butler definitely deserved this because he's worked his tail off in Miami for the last two years. It's just going to depend on what the stars and the, the role players do around him. And if Spolster keeps that same game plan, I feel like the Heat can be a playoff team. Yeah, we'll talk more about the Heat later this week when we talk about the major Kyle Lowry signing. But Butler's like 32, Lowry's like 35. This is definitely an older team. They're uh, hoping to keep that physicality from that bubble run a couple years ago when they made it to the finals. Uh, we're able to keep uh, Tyler Hero here, but did lose Goran Dragic uh, in uh, some of their deals here with the Raptors and the and the Kyle Lowry deal. Butler is older. Bam Adebayo is younger. There's a lot of moving parts here, but this is a team that always works hard. They did lose in the first round this year after title birth. Um, so, there's there's a lot of directions here. Their floor is probably losing the first round again, uh, but their ceiling, I think they can make it to the uh, probably Eastern Conference Finals even because uh, with, with Lowry, you, you have a clear defensive setup. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about uh, – I'll, I'll, we'll just uh, skip down to P.J. Tucker here signing as well. Real great defensive option, and you have four or five guys there. You can go Adebayo, Tucker – Butler, Lowry, probably add a shooter like Robinson in the mix who also signed. Uh, we can talk about all three of these deals right here. They they have a lot of options now and a lot of room to grow and improve from their uh, disappointing season this year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I I like this Miami team from the get-go, uh, especially last year. I was very confident in them that they would, uh, they would make another run. Uh, I didn't think it would end that abruptly, uh, that like it did. Um, but however, first of all, Duncan Robinson, I feel like they're paying him just maybe a little too much, but I feel like it's close to the right amount of money uh, for a guy that they wanted to keep because they need a shooter like that on the outside. I mean, I remember watching a game last year where he really he went five for five from the three point line to start the game. He had 15 points at half, all threes. He's an incredible three point shooter. Um, Butler was obviously big, and he talked about PJ Tucker like. 
We Kyle Lowry lockdown. Jimmy Butler lockdown. PJ Tucker always, even on Kevin Durant, he's a lockdown defender. And then Bam Adebayo is an incredible shot blocker down low. So this Heat team, that I guarantee they're going to be one of the top five teams in points allowed, defensive efficiency, and shots blocked, and turnovers forced uh, next year. Yeah, I mean they're going to be great defensively, but I'll mention Duncan Robinson here, one of the best shooters in the league at least uh, percentage wise. It's a lot of money, uh, especially for a guy that was uh, undrafted and not even playing minutes for any team a couple of years ago. Got a huge deal here for a shooter. Um, that's pretty much all he can do. But a six-seven shooter, what more can you uh, um, ask for in a team? He's a perfect, perfect uh, addition. PJ Tucker is a small deal, but I think the bigger importance here is that the Bucks actually ended up losing him. And really because it would have taken them into the luxury tax, even though it's only about $7 million a year, if they added him luxury tax, you have to pay more per dollar over. So they would have had to pay almost double that 30 over. Uh, kind of uh, just uh, unnecessary information there maybe. But the Bucks did lose him, and he was starting for a title team last year. So I think he can really help the Heat team. He's a, a seasoned veteran who can play playoff minutes, and I think it will really help him. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I love this Heat team. Again, I've said it multiple times, but it, they, they're definitely a team that is going to make a playoff run. They have a bunch of season vets and a, a young core, and that's, that's pretty much all you need to make a playoff run. Yep. All right. Next up, Jared Allen re-signing the Cavs on a big deal, $20 million per. It's a five-year, $100 million total. Uh, what are your thoughts on this re-signing? Uh, well, obviously, it's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. That doesn't really average a lot of points. Uh, but I I had him in fantasy last year, and he makes up for it with the defense. I mean, I'm, talk, I'm talking 15 rebounds and five block shots. Like, he he is such a presence down low with the Afro helped him out a little bit there. But, uh, again, triple digits, maybe not where you want to go. But I do think uh, – Yeah. I know it's a lot of money, but he knows that this is the team for him. This is definitely, I mean, we've seen the Colin Sexton trade talks. The Cavs are praying to God that that does not happen. So then they can keep Sexton and Garland and Jared Allen as well, and then have the, the young players that they drafted. Um, yeah, I like I like this a little too much money for Jared Allen, but he is a presses down low, and he's their best center probably since prime Tristan Thompson 2015-2016. I mean, this is actually a really good young core, if you think about it. They did just draft Evan Mobley. Hopefully, he can play the four some, although he did play the five in college. Uh, you think about it, you have Garland, Sexton, probably a Coro there, and then uh, Mobley, Allen. I mean, that's five guys, uh, all, all pretty young in the first second years, other than Allen, who's uh, played a couple more than that. But I think that they, they are uh, pretty impressive nucleus there that you probably wouldn't have expected or most people probably don't realize that they they could start getting really good uh really quick all right the opposite uh side of the norman powell deal that happened uh middle of the year this year is gary trent who resigns to his new team the raptors for three years 54 million it's less money than norman powell got but he's younger and uh probably is more upside although he's not um as polished yet uh, what do you think about him uh, signing the Raptors here? Uh, first of all, I think he deserved it, and partially because they didn't give him 
the amount of money that Gary Trent got, they're giving him 18 per, and I think Trent got about 22 per. So I think this was definitely the right the right decision for the Raptors because he now they don't have Kyle Lowry, right? So they they need someone that can lead this team because this team it's not it's not terrible, but they with Siakam and Anobi and uh, and now um, Gary Trent, but they need they need a guy to be a leader, and he was he was overshadowed. I felt like a little bit because he was still averaging about 14 ish a game when they traded him over when the Blazers traded him over to Toronto, and then he continued to average a little more scoring boost because he wasn't having to pass to Dame Lillard as Jim McCollum every possession. Um, I think this is a good fit for him, especially. I don't know if this is – the Raptors last year was incredibly disappointing. I don't know if this is their year anyway, but we'll see. I, Gary Trent may have a career year this year, I'm just going to say, because now that everybody's out of the spotlight for him, I don't know. We'll see. He's going to have room to score. He's going to have room to do what he wants to do. He's a shooter too. And, yeah, I mean – I'm I'm not sure if he's someone you'd lock down for most improved. That's an award that you can never really can see coming, but he's definitely one of the candidates because he's gonna have options now and he has veterans to learn from, but also another young core here who could definitely be back in uh, the title conversation in a couple of years. All right, next up we have two Knicks deals. It's Derek Rose re-signing to the Knicks three years, 43, and then Evan Fournier coming over to sign to the Knicks at four years, 78. Both probably uh, pretty even contracts that are definitely, I think, right about where these players are worth. Fournier may be a little high. Rose is getting older and definitely got a boost there. But I think it's important to the Knicks to finally become maybe some sort of free agent market. There's really only one more big name guy left with Kawhi Leonard. And I honestly can't really see him coming to the Knicks. But I think it's small steps here. It's been really good for them. Julius Randle was really good. Breakout year last year, most improved player. Uh, they did fizzle out in the first round last year, but I think they can definitely make another playoff round, uh, playoff run here uh, with these two guards that they're signing. Yeah, I agree. I, I honestly think um, Evan Evan Fournier is a great fit for the Knicks. Uh, the, the only thing is I'm not really sure why Kemba would come out of his buyout from Oklahoma City and now come to the Knicks when he knows that Fournier and Rose have both signed to come back uh, it's going to be hard to get all three of those guys in there at the same time um it, it's going to be Fournier is a great shooter we know this and he can score on multiple occasions we saw that in Orlando I mean we saw it a little bit in Boston not as much as we would like and then Derek Rose career year last year uh since since he was on Chicago um because he hasn't had a year like that since he was on the Bulls uh he, he didn't play as many minutes as we thought but he had a lot of great great games um most notably the uh 27 points in game one against the hawks where he um, he almost had a game winner before trey young kind of shut it down there but honestly i really like this next team you're right total playoff run team yeah you mentioned kemba there i i actually didn't even cross my mind when talking about these two players because we'll mention that in our kind of major deals because he's definitely a player who's just an all-star a couple years ago and these three guards here will kind of be rotating around. Derrick Rose probably can play off the bench in a pretty comfortable role that he's used to after he's kind of taken that position in the past couple of years. And next we'll move over to the Bulls. Uh, it's Alex Russo signing for four years, $37 million. I think it's unfortunate the Lakers lost uh, this guy because he's a really good defender and really just kind of uh, energy minutes off the bench. But the Bulls just improving 
even more after this one. We'll mention uh, or we'll talk about Lonzo Ball and uh, DeMar DeRozan both signing to the Bulls uh, in our major, uh, our major deals episode later this week. But Alex Caruso here, probably going to come off the bench, probably been overlooked uh, Pat, because of the other two deals here. But what do you think about his fit with the Bulls? Um, yeah, you're right. He's definitely overlooked by DeMar and Lonzo. Uh, but I think he is really good fit. Uh, 37 mil, um, which uh, I like that amount of money for Alex Caruso. It's just over nine. Uh, 9.3 a year, uh, which I like because that's about the amount of money that a role player like him should get. He's got a lot of electric moments in L.A., but he was never a consistent scorer at all. Um, it, it, I like the fit in Chicago with him and, and Kobe White and Patrick Williams and Kusevich and, uh, and now DeMar and, DeMar and Lonzo. So it's going to be a really good team. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm really excited to see what happens. This is probably the team that's jumped up the most in free agency, and they they have an opportunity to get even better. I mean, there's a couple names left on the market, but I can definitely see a Danny Green or Dennis Schroeder coming over to this team and really being able to help them out. Laurie Markkinen is still a guy who could re-sign, um, but is definitely has the ability to go to other teams, um, although the Bulls can match as he is restricted. All right, we'll move on to the next team uh, or the next player. It's Patty Mills signing the Nets. Uh, not a huge contract. It's probably the smallest one we've talked about so far um, on this Eastern Conference episode. It's two years, $12 million, And it's only $6 million per year, but every one of these veteran guys that signs to the Nets, they get a little bit better, adds a little more shooting, uh, a little more defense. Uh, and I, I think that every guy the Nets can get uh, can help them. So what do you think about Patty Mills signing here? I, I like this a lot more than most people will think. Um, obviously, yeah, you get a ton of money because they're already paying Durant and Kyrie the max, and then they just brought in Harden, and they're probably going to give him a, a large contract somewhere in the near future. So I like the deal for Patty Mills because he brings a lot more defensive intensity because the Nets, with those superstars, were still one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA last year. So Mills being under Greg Popovich, he knows what he's doing. Uh under a coach that is just so defensive-minded through his, his 23-year stand in the NBA. Um, and Patty Mills, it, he was, for a large portion of his career, especially when he started, he just came in the league, he was a leader on San Antonio uh, with with uh, DeMar DeRozan. Um, now that he, and Marcus Aldridge, when he was actually a great player on San Antonio. Now that he is, uh, now that... Um, DeMar and Marcus Waldridge are gone. Heidi Mills just, just left. Um, and now he's going to a team that is going to score a ton of points. If, they, if he can help with that defense, I don't really see any way that the Nets will not win the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and Patty Mills lighting up for the Australian team in the Olympics was the flag bearer for their team. I think he's played in the Olympics for four or five straight years, uh, seen him on TV doing some great stuff. And, uh, yeah, Blake Griffin also signing the Nets, another great um, guy who was there last year, at least for most of the year, uh, uh, bought out by the Pistons. And I think that, yeah, they're definitely the finals favorite. And although it may seem like he's just ring chasing, I think he can give them serious help um, that is needed. 
All right, next up, we have Trey Young re-signing to the Hawks. He got the same deal as Stephen Curry did at four years, $215 million. I mean, this is a huge deal. Um, I mean, $50 million plus per year, just insane. You think Trey Young, I met on June with Ben every single time, was not an All-Star last year, and it seems insane. He's now has one of the biggest contracts in the league, even though it's uh, hard to imagine he's getting 50 plus per year. So, what do you think about this Trey Young resigning here? Uh, obviously, he's one of the more deserving players of a large contract like this. I don't really think it should be a large Steph's, um, honestly, but I do think they should give him a, a load of money because that man is, is not necessarily carrying a land on his back, but he's definitely a large portion of why they're so good. And I, I mean, Aaron, I'm just going to say right now. John Collins and Trey Young combined are getting $340 million in the next uh, yeah. four years. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money spent on two guys. Um, honestly, I I love this Hawks Young core. No, no one's talking about it as much. They obviously talk about Trey. What they don't talk about is Kevin Herter, uh, Clint Capella, um, uh, now John Collins, obviously. Uh, I, I love this team to make a run. But I, Trey Young definitely deserved this deal. There's no doubt about it. And he's going to just continue to put up the same numbers over and over again with the, with the young core that he's surrounded by. They had to give Collins a lot of money because he was one of these guys that most people expected to leave. That's why I put him on the major deals category, because which we'll talk about later, because he's just – uh, a guy that a lot of people didn't expect to stay. He kind of got a diminished role, but it's clear he was young talent. Now they've got both these young guys locked up, and we saw them make it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Nobody expected that, and they can make another run just like that. Trey Young's going to be here to stay, and he can uh, be one of these guys that can be All-NBA, make plenty of All-Star teams. He's really, really good, and we saw that in the playoffs, that he's definitely an upcoming star, if not already. All right, two deals left here. Both came in today, or at least were finalized today with the numbers. Uh, we'll first talk about Spencer Dinwiddie signing to the Wizards. Uh, three years, $62 million. Bradley Beal so far still in Washington. Westbrook obviously was traded. But I think this is a pretty big deal. Another uh, bigger guard here. He's like 6'5". Uh, probably will play, can play both guard positions. But it, he, he'll probably be one of their leading scorers and will be able to be a a uh, good leader and great veteran presence here uh, with the Wizards. Yeah, definitely. And they, I, I know he hasn't played for a year, but he was averaging before all those superstars came into Brooklyn. He was averaging around 23 points a game for his career, for his career, uh, which is really, really good. Um, he was almost an all-star twice. Uh, he has been a very good presence. And I, I honestly, I, Aaron, if he was on the nets this year and he was healthy, I'm not sure, man, but they, they could have definitely won a title with him on that team. Uh, I, it's it's crazy to think about that he was never there for that. But now yeah. he's going to the Lakers. Uh, they got all those role players from L.A. in exchange for Westbrook. Um, and now they put in Spencer Dinwiddie. So it's going to be interesting to see because none of those players have any chemistry together whatsoever. Um, they do bring back because Thomas Bryant tore his ACL last year at center. Um, so now they get him back. Uh, and then probably – Kuzma and uh, KCP, and now um, Gafford, Hachimura. Yeah, Bertrands. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of good players uh, with a lot of good talent. Uh, obviously, some of them are, are, are a little older, 
But I do think this Wizards team, uh, without the leadership of Westbrook, it's going to be hard to say, but I do still think they can make a playoff run. I think they can definitely make the playoffs, and I agree with you completely. If Dinwiddie was there, I even think they would have won the finals because if – uh, because when Kyrie and Harden were injured or at least not really able to play to the best of their abilities, if they had Spencer Dinwiddie there to play the guard position, all they needed was a couple more points per game, and they would have won that series. I mean, every game was close with the Bucks. That game seven was really close, and if they had had another score, another great guard, I mean, I think they could have won the finals, and I think they would have. So uh, it's unfortunate he left, but the Nets just have so much money going in and out. I don't think they could afford another $20 million contract, but I don't think uh, they're still too upset. Obviously, he's still the title favorite. So it'll be interesting to see what the Wizards can do. Another one of these up-and-coming teams who really benefited by the playing tournament last year did make the playoffs. Fortunately, lost uh, pretty easily to the 76ers, but I think they can be better this year, even losing Westbrook. All right, final deal here on the Eastern Conference episode. We'll probably uh, cover more later this week, not only on the Major Deals episode, but any others that uh, trickle in. Got 10 or so guys left that could still move around. Likely more trades to come as well. But Andre Drummond signing to the 76ers. Really a small deal, to be honest, numbers-wise, $2.4 million. But this is a guy who was an all, has been an all-star and I think can really help um, the team as a backup center. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I feel like uh, if Andre Drummond and Joel Embiid want to play on the same team, they got to squash that beef from like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do feel like he can be a good backup center because he's one of the best rebounders of all time, paired with one of the best rebounders of this generation in Joel Embiid. Um, this is definitely going to be a very, very defensive-minded Sixers team. Well, it'll depend what happens to Ben Simmons, but – Hopefully, this will be a very defensive-minded Sixers team under Doc Rivers in his second year. Um, I really like what the Sixers team has had. They just got to get Ben Simmons to shoot a little more and Joel Embiid to score a little more consistently and their role players to step up. It seems like a long list. It's really not. They fixed those three things. They'll be a title contender. And now I feel like with Andre Drummond coming to back up Embiid, Embiid on his, on his bad nights, I mean, he's just – he's not there. Sometimes, he's, sometimes he drops 40 and 17 and other times – He'll drop 10 points on 30% shooting from the field. Now you're bringing Andre Drummond, a guy that can – he's not going to score, but he's going to get those – he's going to pull some boards down. Then um, I feel like with Embiid inconsistency, I he was an MVP candidate, but on the nights he was off, he was off. Uh, Andre Drummond is going to be a big part of the Sixers team. Yeah, exactly. On those games when Embiid just isn't there, hopefully Drummond can accept the backup role and can play those key minutes that Dwight Howard was having to fill in last year. And Howard's an older player, and I, although Drummond is due, I think Drummond's just going to be such a huge upgrade. It's really a great contract. I mean, this guy was making 20-plus per year a couple years ago. Obviously, he's fallen off completely. Um, but still, $2.5 2 uh, for one year. I think it's a great, great opportunity for the Sixers. We'll also have to see what happens with Ben Simmons. You mentioned it there in the three things they can improve on. That's a big one. I mean, this team was kind of in pieces after their their uh, loss to the Hawks. And, I mean, it seemed like the team and coaches and everyone was turning on Ben Simmons. And, I mean, I, I think there's no way he stays on this team next year. I don't know what you think. But uh, I think that no matter what, it's going to be a uh, new team next year, an interesting landscape for the Sixers. Do you think Ben Simmons ends up on a different team, though? 
Yeah, I agree with you. I don't, I'm not, I'm, maybe like a 75% chance he's going to leave, 25% chance he'll stay. I mean, when your own coach doesn't even believe in you, I don't really know why he would stay. That interview after uh, game seven of six with the Hawks was yeah. absolutely painful to watch um, because he just reminded him, you know, like, Doc Rivers doesn't believe in you, and neither does your starting center MVP candidate Joel Embiid. Uh, Can Ben Simmons ever be a reliable point guard? Eh, I don't know. That's not really a good sign. So probably not, I don't think. I don't see him staying on the team. Yeah, the hate was just piling up. It's crazy to imagine that he could still be on this team after all that backlash. Not only the fans, but, uh, I mean, yeah, his own teammates, his own coach, just kind of not saying it directly, but almost as directly as you can be saying, like, it was that one play that they th- they felt like it cost them the series. It probably didn't, and B didn't play great either that series. There was a lot of other issues, but Ben Simmons just was not working. Year after year, people like us talking about how it, it, we didn't know if it could fit. Media didn't know if it could fit. I'm not saying we're media. I'm just filling us in as as general people, just not thinking this could work. And it doesn't seem like it has, and I can't see it working uh, anytime soon. So I think that there will be a, a deal made here, whether it's McCollum or um, just a lot of other teams who could make a move like this. I think Lowry was on the table earlier, potentially coming. I don't think that's happening anymore, but – I think that's just a good thing to talk about real quick as this is definitely something that could happen later in the off season. All right. So that's it for today's recap, Eastern conference free agency. We'll be back here later this week to cover any other deals that happen as well as free agency deals. And we'll be back the rest of the off season. Still need to talk about the NBA draft. Still going to do some player uh, breakdowns, talk about the lottery and uh, yeah, we'll be back here. Um, probably about three or four episodes a week. We'll try to get Ben back on. Maybe Chase will be on later. So, yeah, uh, that's it for today, and we'll see you later.